Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. You might recall a few months ago, I announced uh, that Creator Clash was set to take place in Tampa Bay, uh, featuring a variety of influencers, YouTubers, as they say, uh, who are taking it very seriously, and uh, we're going to go toe-to-toe in the boxing ring. Uh, they're being trained by professionals, but most importantly, uh, they, they don't need the notoriety, obviously, but what they did do successfully is raise uh, money for a variety of different charities. Uh, so I've received a lot of messages. Uh, did you ever get a report as to how much was raised? So uh, today I'm happy to report that they raised $1.3 million for various charities, including the American Heart Association, the Alzheimer's uh, Association, and uh, the Healing Horse Therapy Center, I believe, is uh, the third one. Anyway, congratulations to uh, IDubs and all of his uh, fellow influencers and now boxers. Um, and I, I see that they're looking to hold another event, another similar event, uh, next year in 2023. So good luck to them and uh, continued success. Speaking of success, former world super middleweight champion Gilberto Zerdo Ramirez, who's 44-0 and 0 with 30 knockouts, has done everything short of threatening the health of the World Boxing Association super light heavyweight champion Dimitri Bivol to get a title shot. Ramirez has won not only one, but two title eliminators, both by way of sensational knockout performances. The latest is recent fourth round stoppage of an out- outclassed Dominic Boisel, who's now 32-3, and three, to officially become the WBA mandatory challenger for Bivol. Yet, fresh off his impressive decision over Sal Canelo Alvarez, Bivol has said that he'd prefer to fight Canelo in a rematch or wait for the winner of next month's unification fight between Artur uh, Birdabiev and Joe Smith Jr. Now, we all know that uh, Canelo won't be available because he's decided, well, 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 I'll announce that fight later on in the show. Uh, Let's continue with this story. Apparently, Ramirez has become the boogeyman of the light heavyweight division, at least in Bivol's opinion. After all, Bivol talked the talk for more than a year, claiming he wanted to fight Zerdo because it would be a great fight for fans. This is my division, Ramirez proclaimed. There's a reason some of these guys have avoided me. They know I'm coming for all the belts, and it's just a matter of time. Bivol was sent a contract last year, but he avoided fighting me to fight somebody else. That would be Umar Selmov. I've been asking for a better BF and Smith Jr., but they both know they can't compete on my level. As I said, it's only a matter of time until this is proven. I'm not sure if he, Bivol, means what he says. He's had a few opportunities to sign a contract to fight Ramirez, but he didn't. If the Canal rematch doesn't happen, I'll be in line to take the world championship away from him. We'll see what my promoter, that's Golden Boy, comes up with if a Canelo rematch doesn't happen, Max for Bivol. Uh, I'm just surprised by all the talk and lack of action from Bivol. It's sad to see, but maybe he'll man up this time. Okay, so uh, that was under the headline, uh, under Dimitri Bivol can no longer deny 44-0 Gilberto Ramirez a title shot. Can he or can't he? We'll wait and see. In breaking news, we see that Michaela Mayer is set to return to face fellow, fellow champion Alicia Baumgartner. Uh, the fight will unify the WBO, IBF, Ring Magazine, and WBC belts, set to take place in late summer or early fall of this year. 
Uh, there's more information forthcoming, but I just thought I'd let you know that that has been announced. And uh, we hope to see those two pound-for-pound -pound fighters go toe-to-toe -to -toe, uh, in the 130-pound division uh, shortly. And I look forward to seeing that result. Now, speaking of uh, Canelo, here's the headline. Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Triple G Golovkin, September 17th. Saul Canelo Alvarez and Triple G will meet in an epic trilogy clash on September 17th. Canelo and Triple G will be live on DAZN. Um, in North America and around the world, uh, excluding Mexico, Latin America, and Kazakhstan, and is presented by Matchroom, Canelo Promotions and Triple G Promotions. Everyone gets in on the action. Alvarez dared to be great once again in his last outing, but was edged out by WBA world lightweight heavy, heavyweight champion Dimitri Bivol, as I said earlier. Now the focus switched back to super middleweight, where he will defend his undisputed title against the Kazakh king. Who, champion, who campaigns at the weight for the first time in his storied career. Alvarez and Triple G have shared 24 thrilling rounds already in the hottest of rivalries, and the pair will meet for a third time. Five years after their first battle ended in a controversial draw, and then the Mexicans start edging out Golovkin, the majority decision. Both fights took place in the T-Mobile arena, and while the venue for the trilogy bout has yet to be revealed, what is in no doubt is that it'll be the hottest ticket in the sport when these two foes dance for the third and decisive time. Said Canelo, I feel very happy and proud to be able to give the best fights, and this fight won't be an exception. I, I'll, I'll, I hope to see you on September 17th, said Golovkin. <laughs> said uh, Eddie Reniso, let's push ahead without going backwards. The Mexican never surrenders. Let's push forward. The Canelo versus Triple G trilogy is the biggest fight in boxing, and I'm delighted to get this made for September 17th, said Eddie Hearn. These are two men that bitterly dislike each other and want to end this incredible series with a blistering knockout. I truly believe this will be the most thrilling fight between these two great champions, and it will be firework to the first bell to the last man standing. All righty. We look forward to September 17th and the result. Speaking of results, this will be interesting. On uh, June 11th, Trevor Bryant is going to fight Daniel Dubois. This is the uh, WBA World Heavyweight Championship belt that's at stake. Daniel Dubois is ready to exert punishment on Trevor Bryant for keeping him waiting for his world title shot. Dubois goes in with the American champion on June 11th with the WBA World, Cha world Heavyweight Championship at stake, fighting for the ultimate right to take on super champion, which is currently Alexander Usyk. The 24-year-old Dubois has been out of action since August of last year when he fought Joe Cusimano in Cleveland that resulted in a first-round stoppage. A vaccination issue prevented him from returning to the States to fight again in December, and since this time, taking another fight would have jeopardized his mandatory rights with the WBA. Brian was also granted a voluntary defense of his title against Jonathan Guidry in January, which delayed the ambitions of the 17-1 Londoner and left him hard at work in the gym. It's about time I have been waiting patiently for a while, said the former WBA interim champ. A belt he won by defeating Bogdan Dinu in June last year. It has been frustrating, so I'm glad to get it on, finally. I will definitely take it out on him with controlled aggression. That's what works. I want to go in there to put on a boxing display and make a statement. I've been training pretty much nonstop. I've been in the gym, and other guys have been having fights. And I just want to, be, and I've just been working away. But now it's on. I can't wait to get out there and show what I'm all about. Dubois insists he carries a much wiser head on his shoulder these days, 
and is an improved version of himself since his only setback against home rival Joe Joyce back in 2020. The sparring partner for that fight, unbeaten American heavy Jeremiah Milton, is back in London again and has detected a difference during their friendly sessions of uh, friendly during their sessions of friendly fire. Of course, I'm getting older and age brings maturity and experience, reason Dubois. We just got to learn from my mistakes. I got all the experience needed to succeed now, and it's up to me to apply it. Be myself, go out there, and just devastate them. We've been working on a few key things, and we're going to use that in the fight, and it's all work in progress. We've got a game plan in mind, but it's just about feeling it, really feeling it, and I'm going to get in there and make sure I'm on it this time. Fair enough, and we look forward to seeing that result. Um, promoted by the 90-year-old Don King, by the way, I might add. Um, See if there's any quotes from Don King. Nope. All right, let's move along to, ah, uh, yes. I was going to say this yesterday, but got uh, caught short. Hamza Shariz was honored by the Boxing Writers Club with the prestigious Young Boxer of the Year Award uh, this past uh, week in London. The 22-year-old achievements were acknowledged at the 69th annual dinner held at the Savoy Hotel. Middleweight Hamza, who's 15 and over 11 knockouts, is the current holder of the WBC international silver title following his defeat of Jez Smith at Wembley in March, with him previously having won the WBO European title and defended on four occasions at super welterweight. Said uh, promoter Frank Warren, I'm delighted to see Hamza following in the footsteps of Daniel Dubois in winning the Young Boxer of the Year Award voted by the boxing writers. It is a coveted honor that has been won by many greats in the past, if Hamza fulfills his huge potential, he'll be rightly belong in such company. Hamza is totally devoted to his craft and him taking himself off to the United States to improve speaks volunteers' dedication. I genuinely believe he's a future world champion at middleweight. Uh, the other young boxers shortlisted for the award were Adam Azim, Mark Chamberlain, Zach Shelley, John Doherty, Johnny Fisher, Brad Foster, Mark Jeffers, Dennis McCann, that'd be Dennis the Menace McCann, Sam Noakes, who we featured on uh, Talking Fight, Hopi Price, who we featured, Brad Rhea, and Ellie Scotton, of course, we've also featured. All right, moving along to another uh, announcement by Matchroom here. Anthony Herrera has signed a promotional deal with Matchroom. Anthony Herrera has signed a promotional deal with Eddie Hearn and Matchroom and returns to action on June 10th at the Arena Acalde in Guadalajara, Mexico. Herrera has won his first two fights in the paid ranks, starting in New York with a second-round stoppage win on the undercard of the lightweight unification clash between Tiapoma Lopez and George Combosis in November, and then made it two stoppage wins from two in San Diego in March as part of the supporting cast of the Roman Chocolitito Gonzalez versus Julio Cesar Martinez battle. The Los Angeles talent now faces Kenan Valenzuela, who's 5-2 uh, with four knockouts in his first six-rounder, and the 21-year-old is excited for his future under the guidance of Hearn, trainer manager Manny Robles, and the management company 258 Management. We all know who that is. Eddie is a great promoter, said Herrera. Matchroom was my first choice out of all the promoters. Eddie keeps his fighters very active. He puts on exciting shows all around the world. He promotes different types of fighters, such as women and fighters in multiple weight categories. A very honest and fair promoter that offers huge opportunities on the biggest stages of boxing. My goals for 2022 would be to expand my following and fan base, fight on the biggest cards of the year, dominate in every fight, and become prospect of the year for 2022. 
I'm excited to fight on huge cards and be showcased to different audiences in different countries. I have a fan-friendly style that can be enjoyed. I look forward to new experiences fighting in venues and stadiums. Very good. Good to know. Um, said, uh, said Eddie Hearn, Anthony is such an exciting talent, and I'm delighted he signed with us. Anthony has a great team around him with Manny, 258 Management, and Matchroom. He wants to stay busy, and we'll be doing just that, taking him around America, Mexico, and beyond on a journey to the very top. Uh, very good stuff. Um, in other news, Jorge Casnada and Eduardo Hernandez meet for the WBC International Super Featherweight title in a huge fight for the division. Diego Pacheco, 14-0, 11 knockouts, continues to be a must-watch talent, and the 20-year-old takes off another major milestone as he stretches his legs over the 10-round distance for the first time against Raul Ortega, who's 10-2. Uh, Aaron Aponte fights for the sixth talent in the paid ranks against Leon Martinez, and there's more fights to be added soon, says Matt Troon. Alrighty, well, thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight, another episode of Boxing News Today. I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern Time with Mike Orp 4 and Cedric Ben, who'll be in the den with us for another show of Knuckle Up. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. See you later.